Good Brian. afternoon, David. How's it going? Doing well. Doing well. This is episode five for us. Fantastic. We got to got to number five. Hooray. Yeah. All right. Now we're just waiting for Casey. I wonder if I have to send him like a second link. Because if you're on first, then he has issues. I, I did have yeah. to click on the link like three times before it opened it up. I guess you can always just edit out this first part and we can just, as soon as he gets on, we can restart and say. <laughs> no, forget <yeah>. that. <laughs> this, is, this is authentic. This is this the way is it's authentic. done. That's by the way, way, yes, by the way exactly. this, this is, this anchor, uh, this program anchor makes it so easy because uh, you guys both just text me and you're like, hey, I'm ready. And I'm like, oh, I start, I prepared my mate really quick and then just, and then just got started. So, oh, and there's Casey. Uh, it does All right. make it really easy. Can you hear me, guys? Yep. Yeah, hey, Casey, you. how's it going? Going good. All right. All right. We are on episode five. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. How are you guys doing? <laughs> we, we are good. I am good. I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was a beautiful day. Had a, um, I, I started drinking mate with this brand new kettle, electric kettle that my brother David sent me for my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, I forgot to ask you about that. Was, no. Uh, it gives it's, you, it, does it give you a uh, different temperatures? I get it. Does yeah. It, so, so it has a couple of, it has a few settings. So it has uh, a 212, so boiling. And then it has another uh, setting for a 195 and that's what i usually uh do it at so it's almost 200 um <clears throat> degrees so 195 yep. is is a good setting but then you can also just keep your water warm it keeps your water warm at different temperatures you can have it at uh like summer likes to use it my wife summer she likes to put it at the 170 i can't remember what exactly the number is but it's like 170 something <laughs> For like yeah. just an herbal tea to throw a, uh, an herbal tea in, and that's and that's a good, um, yeah. She likes it there because then it it's not too too hot, and so yeah, that it's a really nice thing, and it has a little tea infuser with it. So if I tried making a, a mate cocido in the tea infuser, and that did not work as well though. The, the tea leaves, <laughs> the tea leaves, and and the the powder are a little. Um, they got it, it got everywhere inside. It didn't stay inside huh. the infuser. And, and it's just because mate was, is cut a little finer than, than so other loose if, if you get a, get a, a, a coarse mate, maybe you can use that then. Right. Like yeah. If you get and, a, a shadow that doesn't have as much dust, then that could work. Well, and I actually, I have these, um, I have these, uh, little tea bags that are, um, they are made to put tea in it. So they're, they're empty. I don't even know what they're called. They're empty tea bags. And so you can, and then have a little drawstring on them. And so I can, I just threw that, threw it in there and then threw it in the infuser as well. And between the two, it keeps, it keeps all everything out and infuses really well. So yeah, I, I like it a lot. It, it works out really well too for all sorts of different things and it takes up less space. Yeah. 
than my other one did. Um, did so even better. Yeah, and I, I guess it's kind of like a, a point of controversy. You know how hot the water should be because I keep hearing different, uh, and it can depend on the sherba that you have. But um, you know, like because uh, with even with even with like green tea, they say you shouldn't go above 175 because you lose some of the flavor uh, or it doesn't last as long. And, um, but I don't, I think that if you gave, I think that a lot of people who drink mate drink it a lot hotter than that. Uh, like at 195, like you were saying. Um, and I wonder, you know, <laughs> I also wonder if that could if that's harmful on, you know, uh, harmful over time, you know, if you keep, if it burns your throat or if it burns your tongue, but I, I usually have it in my mouth long enough that it actually is, it loses its, its, uh, heat by the time I actually swallow it. So, um, but I've been trying to drink it a little bit. So less. I, I drink it like at 175 now and it seems to be okay. Yeah, that's that's about where I'm at, and I and I notice for me it's it's probably less about the temperature of the um, I guess when it goes in. Like if if I'm drinking out of this stainless steel insulated one, then I can have my water at like 170, and I'm and I'm good. But if I'm if I'm drinking out of a, a mate that loses its heat quickly, then I tend to want my water hotter just so that it kind of keeps that temp you know it goes in hotter it dissipates some of the heat and then it's still at a good temperature i did read a a study um about and it was just kind of a headline that popped up that a friend had sent to me who knew i drank mate a lot and he was like hey look it looks like mate can cause throat cancer wow and yeah. and i had a lot and but after digging into it it was it wasn't mate it was specifically people who were drinking extremely hot drinks on a regular basis like you said like if you're pouring you know boiling water down your throat i could see that causing some issues yeah (laughs) but but they basically said if the temperature is not bad and you're not you know then it's it it wasn't mate itself it was a it was the temperature of things and they kind of you know clickbaited it off of mate because it's a hot drink yeah i guess i guess we should say that something about that uh real quick uh uh, about the about the controversy around mate drinking and uh, cancer, a while a while back there was um, an epidemiology that that showed that that people who drank mate a lot of times during the day, like uh, um, they had a higher risk of throat cancer, and part of it there was two discussions that came out of that epidemiological study. Um, epidemiological, I mean, it's an observational study. They looked at a, a, a big population and found that those who drank really hot mate had high incidence of cancer. And in that study, they specifically looked at the, uh, of the of the water, uh, or they they had that as part of the uh, um, the survey research and found that, that having the water really hot was associated with a higher risk of cancer. But uh, also what was associated with higher risk of cancer was the f- times 
in some of these populations where they drink lots of mate, they also drink milk a lot. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, uh, like, like every single epidemiological study, there's always confounding variables. And so it just could be that people who drink lots of mate also happen to smoke a lot and also drink a lot of uh, alcohol. And so there were, there were those things that, um, but what, one thing that was pointed out as well in that study was that, um, that uh, mate, because uh, a lot of mate is smoked, it also can be a source of polycyclic hydrocarbons, which are, those are, those are compounds that are also found in like cigarettes and basically any food that's roasted, any food that you heat up <laughs> on a fire, right? Like anything that is, uh, that is done. So, um, like a steak, yeah, like a saddle, all of that. Like and so anything. Yeah. And so, and it's, it's the funny thing about that is Brisket. they, 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 it was clearly, it was clearly in the Sherba that they were studying. So they, they actually followed up with another study to, to find out how many of these compounds were in the Shermas and it was in there, but it's also in coffee and it's also in tea and it's also in lots of other foods mm. that people eat. Uh, and it turned out that the actual amount that people drink and got from their mate was like not really that significant. Uh, but in reaction to those studies, uh, a lot of these a lot of these Jerba suppliers, the, a lot of the companies actually changed their uh, process. And now they, they now instead of making mate, they air dry uh, mate without, uh, without the oak. They don't, and they, and they actually control for those polycyclic hydrocarbons. They actually measure them and make sure that they're low. Uh, unless you actually go out and specifically get a brand that's that's heavily smoked or or is called barbacoa which is barbecued basically or roasted <laughs> yeah. you're you're probably going to be fine additionally if you get if you really want to avoid if you're concerned about like about potential cancer causing compounds from the smoke and all that you can also get organic mate and organic mate has all of these regulations on it where it has to be air dried and not only does it have to be air dried, but it has to be like uh, a certain distance away from any road. So not even like exhaust from, uh, from the road can get into your, into the Sherba. So, uh, so if, if you're, if you're concerned about it, just buy an organic uh, brand and they have uh, now uh, a lot of the different brands even have like an organic uh, an organic brand uh, along with it. So it's pretty easy to avoid now. Uh, but then again, like if you want to be traditional and, and go, uh, go the, the route of the, the old gauchos who used to, who used to like their mate really smoked or you were, or you do like it really smoked, then you have uh, different brands uh, with different styles like Rustica or, or Barbacoa that, uh, that, that have it smoked. So there's, I, so if if you're if you're coming onto this podcast and you're concerned about this, uh, you, there we the there's two things to know that there there is uh, definitely a there's definitely an association with the heat of the water and uh, and potential throat cancer and that risk 
that association tends to correlate even higher if you also drink and smoke cigarettes. Uh, but th- there's some there's some uh, mechanisms of action that are argued about uh, potentially, like if you if you burn your throat and then you also smoke, then you actually potentially can it can lead to greater intake of those of those cancer causing compounds into your bloodstream that that sort of thing so that's one thing and then the other thing is is you know you can also uh if you're there's also there is polycyclic hydrocarbons in uh a a lot of share buzz that are out there and you can avoid those easily just by going to um an air dried which uh, i guess most are air dried now and you can go even further by making it just purchasing an organic brand so it's it's uh, that I think those two things uh, reduce your risk from that sort of thing. So that's a really quick lesson. We can talk about health, Matib health benefits on a different well, podcast. <laughs> I was actually going to say, I think maybe we should just call an audible here. And instead of going into the history, we should just stay on the yeah, health We're going to talk about history <laughs> and, 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 and we should just dive into, okay, now we've talked about some of the things that are, that that people are worried about but let's why don't we just dive in and talk about all the health benefits of yeah. drinking jerry that's that's it's funny how i'm totally okay with that you know we, we we talk about how this uh this podcast is authentic we we came on today to talk about mate history and then got totally sidetracked and are now talking about health <laughs> which is totally fine we have to get it out of the way right um uh and yeah we both of them are gonna and, happen you know, full disclosure i've I I have a master's degree in nutrition, so if I sometimes I use, I talk about studies and stuff, and and uh, and it's because of my uh, my background. Um, but now I'm not prepared. Casey and I are here <laughs> because it just tastes because it just tastes good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I studied some nutrition in in college as well. I didn't I didn't you know graduate with any titles there, but if to to I guess kind of have a good segue into this what what type of yerbas are each of you drinking oh that's good i i i'm so excited to talk i'll go first <laughs> i said well maybe may... you go you go first casey Why don't you go yeah, first? Well, yeah i'll go i'll go first so that if you have more to say so mine um the one i'm drinking right now is a cbc and it's with yerbas serranas um and so there's a lot of different kind of herbs mixed in there. Um, there's there's mint, um, pepperina or peppermint, um, boldo, boldo. I can't remember what the English the English word is for boldo, but um, and then there's a couple of others. And so it has a, has a little bit more of a of an herbal herbal tea taste to it. Um, but I like it a lot. And I and I actually don't drink it straight. I tend to mix my cebese with like a with like a regular jerba just because sometimes sometimes the the mints and things can be overpowering and I still like to taste the the traditional mate as well so it's more of just a hint I kind of mix those but yeah that's I, the one I'm going for I'm actually not a big fan of uh I can do pepperina but I don't like mint so much but that's just a mint I I like mint in my toothpaste and my gum but I don't like it anywhere else I don't like it I don't like mint ice cream I don't like mint other things a whole lot um anyway i'm actually not drinking any mate at this time because i have a friend coming over who is going to drink shimahao with me 
in in a little while. And so I decided to put off drinking mate so that I would not get full and and get too much of a caffeine buzz when he comes over. So I'm waiting to drink. I will be drinking in a little while. Shimahao with a friend of mine. Uh, you have to explain over, what uh, Shimahao is, today. I think. So, so she, yeah, because Shimahao is, uh, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right, is is the Brazilian, uh, in, in southern Brazil, they drink mate as well, but they drink it a style called, and they call it Shimahao. And it's also uh, started with the gaucho culture in southern Brazil. So they don't drink it as much in northern Brazil or in other places of Brazil. Like in Argentina, you find mate everywhere. In Paraguay, Uruguay, everywhere. It's just everywhere. But in Brazil, it's it's very specific to southern Brazil that you would drink mate. And uh, Shimahau is just, it's drank out of a gourd as well, but it's, it's bigger. Um, it It's made a little bit differently. And they put some some interesting flavors in their Shimahau. So most of them just drink it straight, uh, amargo, bitter as well. But they also like, uh, they put like fennel seed in it. They like putting fennel. And I thought that was the weirdest thing is to have fennel in your mate. But that's one of the things that they love. It sounds kind of gross. Is, uh, anise seed <laughs> or fennel, fennel seed. Yeah. Like yeah black licorice. Say. Make it yeah. black licorice. And I thought, but like this, they, they love the black licorice mm-hmm. in, in Shimahau. It's a, it's very powdery and it's a very like light, bright green. It's not smoked at all. And so it has a very distinct, it's has a very distinct taste. Um, it's, it's more, uh, I guess I'm not like a connoisseur of any sort, but it's an earthier, uh, less smoked and more like a, like more like, like freshly cut grass type smell and taste versus, versus what a lot of people say mate tastes like hay to them which is not freshly cut so it it just it's another acquired taste but i do like it shimahau is pretty good and so he's going to be drinking that with me later so um, all right david your turn well I, I first wanted to say uh casey i recall once look trying to look up the translation of boldo for uh um uh, in in English, and what I found was that it didn't exist. I don't think there is a translation for boldo. <laughs> boldo is very specifically like uh, you said the word serranas too, which I, I, serranas is like mountain range or or um, like sierras are more like hills. They're not like mountain mountains. They're a little bit they can, but the, anyway, there's uh, it's it grows in the mountains and it's. And it it kind of tastes like mint. It's like a it's like a shrub that has like a mint flavor to it, and that's boldo. No, 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 no. Our grandfather used to drink that all the time, and I hated it. <laughs> I did not like it. Not, he didn't drink it with his mate. He drank it was really yeah. Because there's a lot tough, of yeah. um, you know it's. There's a lot of these uh, uh, these teas from the from the mountains, the Andes, that uh, and even and even down south, that uh, you know, there's a strong like herbal culture along with mate in Argentina, and Nono loved that stuff, so he always drink all these different herbs, um, like uh, um, and he'd all he drink. Uh, 
another there's another drink in Argentina called Terma. You guys remember Terma? I actually have some <laughs> some some Terma and it's yeah. and it's like uh there it's like a blend of teas that is supposed to like uh basically the teas like Boldo, they they help you with everything. They're like uh they're like a help for everything uh um um from yeah, yeah they're cure cure-alls. Yep. All the ailments. And, uh, and so he would yeah. drink that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Snake and, oil. And, uh, and he, <laughs> he, would, uh, he would add soda to them. <laughs> and he would drink, <laughs> he would drink it with soda. Oh, so and that, that's normal with Terma. Uh, it's really common to drink. Uh, you know, it's, it's actually kind of similar to the, uh, uh, to the olden days here in the States where, you know, Coca-Cola uh, started out as like uh, a cure-all type drink right like uh it was a it was a combination of coca and uh go and and cola nuts and some caffeine and uh it was like uh and it actually had real cocaine in it <laughs> a little a tiny bit of cocaine yeah yeah and that, uh, of course it doesn't anymore but it used to and that uh well the same kind of thing happened in in argentina and that's where terma uh came from it's a different type of herbally style drink that Nono used to drink all the time. But I remember Boldo was part of that. And, and I, and I, I remember not liking yeah. it as a child, but now I like it. It's uh, it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like Boldo, Boldo and Manzanilla. Yeah. That's another one. Manzanilla. Patricia likes Manzanilla. Chamomile. That's chamomile tea. Yeah. It's chamomile tea. I still don't like chamomile yeah. tea. I don't <laughs> Well, good. Well, We'll 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 also do another podcast on all on all the different um, herbs you can add Absolutely. add to mate. Uh, yeah, and I am drinking. So David, yeah, um... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What what are you drinking, David? So I went to <laughs> that uh, our good friends at Circle of Drink are actually uh, just down. Actually, their 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 shop is down the street from where I live here in New York there and i was looking at a bunch of matches and i picked one out uh, called anna park um and uh the the guy who owned the, the one the founder of circle of drinks name is david as well um uh he uh recommended anna park to me and this uh this this is not this is a mata that has been it's a sherba that has been aged over three years and it's really smooth. Uh, I really like it a lot. So uh, one thing to know about mate is, uh, depending on, you know, you know, Ryan's going to be drinking Shimahan a little bit, and that that mate is like really green, right? Like it's green and it's not aged almost at all. In fact, it's uh, it it even has a short shelf life because it's green. Uh, it doesn't hold its flavor very long, so you have to drink it really quickly. Um, uh, and uh, you have to use up the sherba. Uh, on the other side, Argentines are quite different. They like their mates aged, and most sherba mate in Argentina is aged at least one year. Uh, what happens with this is that the actual you get a lot less of those peaks from the from a flavor. Uh, you lose a lot of the chlorophyll, so you don't get the chlorophylly taste or the grass taste, uh, the floral notes. That's what Shima has. Yeah, you is get the chlorophylly taste. You get a That's lot of grassy, grassy and floral taste. notes, and there's a lot of peaks. Yeah. It's not smooth. You get a lot of different peaks 
so what happens over the age, over age, what happens is that you, you actually lose some of the caffeine over time because it degrades, but because the, because the uh, aging process, uh, because of the aging process that happens over time, uh, and sometimes they use some heat, they use the air, like a heated air in it, um, it brings out the caffeine so that it's more accessible when you drink it. Uh, like it, it, it makes it easier. Mm. Uh, it makes the, the caffeine, uh, uh, leave the leaves, uh, uh, so to speak, uh, more easily. Uh, and when it's aged after three years, what you get is like this, this e- really even flavor. Uh, and that is the difference. I mean, already one year you're getting a much more even flavor than the Shimaho, but three years is even more so. So I'm drinking Anna Park. Uh, or and it's at least like it's, I don't know. It's, I think it might be like three times more expensive than regular cinema. <laughs> I was gonna say sounds that, expensive. It's definitely more expensive. Um, I think uh, for this this uh, this bag of five hundred uh, of like kilo or half a kilogram bucks, that's pretty expensive. <laughs> so, oh man yeah that, but i did i did way outside i my, did look at how much i drink i'd break the bank so fast it was only 14 dollars, so i don't know what what the difference is okay. but yeah that but i i like it. it's really good uh and uh i've been drinking it all week and patricia's patricia likes her tranquera her uh uh which is a little bit more smoky yeah <laughs> and i've been drinking this mm-hmm. yeah tranquera La tranquera. So yeah, well, very, very good. So let's go into some of the the health benefits of drinking mate. We've already talked about some of the flavors that we like, um, and I'm not. I don't know a, a whole lot about all of the health benefits. I know that it's full of antioxidants, and antioxidants are the way that your body is able to fight off a lot of. Um, different ailments or or carcinogens or David would know more. He feel free to step in. You're anytime. doing great. Keep going. <laughs> and and <laughs> and so so the antioxidants are a way that your body is able to to fight infection and to fight all of the things that all of the pollutions that are coming into your body. And so having extra antioxidants, you get them already in eating a lot of vegetables. So you hear about eating all the, all your vegetables because that gives you all of those vitamins and minerals. And, uh, Jebra Mate is chock full of those antioxidants. So, um, so what, what are some of the antioxidants that, that, that it does have? Yeah, well, you're right about the antioxidants and, um, when, when mate was studied alongside green tea and black tea, uh, what they found, what uh, what scientists have found, is that they uh, they estimate ninety percent more antioxidants. So if you if you look at like different websites, uh, like Tarawi's websites and stuff, they claim ninety percent more antioxidants. It comes from the actual chemical composition that was studied against green tea. So you're right. Like it, it has a lot more antioxidants than other teas, uh, but th- but the the types of antioxidants are quite different. Um, in tea, you have uh, the most famous is epicatechin gallate or uh, or different epicatechins, and that's that's the one that's been really well studied and that um, 
uh, and that's what it's famous for. And it gives it kind of, and it, and it also, it's a, it's a hot green tea has a lot of tannins in it. Uh, where mate differs is it, it has, it doesn't have epicatechin gallate, but it has uh, a range of different other types of antioxidants and other. Uh, the main one, the most the most famous that comes from mate is chlorogenic acid. Uh, chlorogenic acid um, was was famous one time uh, on because uh, uh, because he he claimed that it'll help you lose weight and also help you with your blood sugar and all of that. Um, and that was just taking chlorogenic acid, you know by itself right or getting it from other things but in mate it's, uh, it naturally has a lot of chlorogenic that uh uh and they've done some research in animals uh showing that it does have uh effects on uh on helping with maintenance of blood sugar um apart from chlorogenic acid you also have quercetin quercetin is a, like a quercetin and rutin those are the t- those are the same is the same antioxidant that's famous from apples that uh, you know you, you hear the uh, you know eat an apple a day keep the doctor away and if you look at an apple and look at its comp- composition uh, quercetin comes out on top it's one of the it's also one of the top uh, compounds in elderberry that uh, of course elderberry is famous for its um, support for the immune system so it it's it's got a good range and of course um, it's got caffeine and also a lot of derivatives of caffeine, like caffeic acid and um, and theobromine. So, uh, so and theobromine same the same derivative that you also find in cocoa and uh, chocolate. So there you go. Which is why, like, kind of put a lot of those things together is if you're if you're drinking mate, um, you get the same effects uh, from the caffeine as you would um, like uh, green tea, but then you get, you know, double the antioxidants or triple the antioxidants, but then you're also getting the same feel good um, antioxidant that is in chocolate. That what makes chocolate so good or chocolate, you know, you want it to, it feels good when you eat it, a piece of chocolate and it brings into that focus. And when I say chocolate, I'm thinking like, like the dark chocolates. I, I like using, um, when I go to, when I want to be focused when I'm working, then I turn to two things. I turn to mate and dark chocolate to help me get focused. And it works out every time. Unless I'm drinking with a friend, then it's, then we're just shooting the breeze and not getting any work done. But that's also part yeah. of the process. So, yeah. So, um, they, there's also another thing that uh, mate has are the saponins and those are anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, um, there's some info on saponins that uh, saponins are called saponins because, you know, they're, that's what they're, they kind of flavor and there's some research on them in, in help, in, in showing that they can help with inflammation or uh, um, uh, even in, in some uh, models of lung cancer potentially helping to reduce 
the risk of of that. So there's, but it's kind of funny because you know you read some of this literature on 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 mate and you, and you see that the scary stuff from the epidemiology. And this is and this is like a, a good lesson in nutrition. Like a, scary correlations in the epidemiology, which is observational. And then when you look at the mechanistic research, which is done in like animals and stuff, you see only good things. You see uh, that it helps with blood sugar. You see that it, it could reduce the risk of certain types of cancer, maybe, you know, depending on how much you drink and everything. Uh, so there's a lot of different, uh, um, uh, there's always like, this uh, fight that happens between like epidemiologists and, and uh, other types of researchers uh, looking at different uh, ingredients. So this is, you know, it's, it's an, it's the history of food as you know it. Um, no, but I, I want to say one broadly, mate does contain vitamins. Um, uh, particularly it has vitamins like B vitamins uh, and, uh, and vitamin C and uh interestingly one of the re- one of the one of the first observations that was made about mate was that the uh was that the uh native americans that drank it tended to drink it all the time and they didn't and they ate only meat and so there was a uh the observation was you know how do these native americans and also the gauchos, the gauchos who would who would only eat meat and and drink mate, how did they survive? How did they not get scurvy by not eating fruits and vegetables? Well, they drank mate all the time, and that mate offered the B vitamins and some of the the carotenoids like like vitamin A and vitamins, and then also vitamin C, and uh, offered some of those vitamins that they needed. And so they they lived a relatively healthy they live relatively healthy despite not uh you know not eating fruits and vegetables there's a um there's a, fa- there's a famous anthropologist who also studied the Acha tribe the Acha tribe in Paraguay uh and the tribe are really famous for being like a, a hunter gatherer tribe that pretty much only ate meat and that was it like they didn't eat fruits or fruits or vegetables or anything. They ate a lot of uh, a lot of uh, animal foods, but they drink lots of mate. And uh, that was an observation from him as well, uh, from this uh, this uh, anthropologist. His name was Kim Hill uh, from Paraguay. So uh, different, really neat little things that you uh, learn along the way. Drinking mate all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so David, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, and, and I'm, I imagine most people feel the same way, but drinking mate keeps me a lot more regular. And, uh, I, the way that I've attributed it to is because it has a lot of magnesium in it. Um, and I feel like, you know, magnesium draws more water into the intestines and kind of helps basically just, you know, past stools and everything that way and is that is that my correct assumption and and why mate that, makes you uh, regular so that that is a normal function of magnesium to help do that uh magnesium mm-hmm. from mate but not that uh unfor- unfortunately most okay. of us don't get enough magnesium in our diets period we all need to have more greens in our diets uh you will get some more from mate and unfortunately 
you know, it's kind of like a sad story, but uh, in uh, for some people, their only source of, of magnesium is like coffee or, you know, in some cases mate or, right. So <laughs> it's better, but it's, it's, uh, it's more likely that yeah. in terms of regularity, the fact that you're drinking water continuously, uh, actually some of the uh, stimulatory effect that caffeine has, that might also be playing a role. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but uh, okay. that's a good lesson, though, is, you know, we all need more magnesium uh, for various reasons, for muscle health, for cardiovascular health. You will get some from Sherba. Uh, but you're more likely, I, one of the key things is going to be the B vitamins because B vitamins are really important for supporting, uh, supporting energy and also, um, you know, general metabolism of food. Uh, so, and if you lack any of those B vitamins, then bad things can happen. You can, be, uh, um, you can have all so, uh, that I won't get into, <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's uh, definitely yeah. an importance to uh, to the vitamins that are in mate as well, and so and, and I'm I'm only bringing that up because at one point in Argentina during a during the depression, um, there was a strong concern about uh, about malnourishment in Argentina, and one of the ways that they used to combat it in a very cheap manner. Um, in a in a manner that was that was helpful and cheap for poor people was they in, was that the government itself encouraged drinking mate and also giving mate to uh, to children uh, because it contained uh, it was like a natural multivitamin that contained the, the specific types of B vitamins that they were lacking. So um, another important little tidbit there. Well, that's pretty cool. What else you want to know? Okay. And um, I've I've always, well, I I always I think it's it's fun to hear, especially you know we talk about Nona a lot, um, but she I would say I guess kind of wives' tale health benefits and things. It was always like you know in Argentina you go you sit down you eat a huge plate of pasta and meat and it's oftentimes you know it's it's a, a meat spaghetti sauce with some meat on the side <laughs> as well. And, and, uh, and I yeah. remember Nona constantly saying, okay, now we got to drink some mate para bajar la comida to, you know, to, you know, to basically to help wash down, yeah, to settle the stomach and help with digestion yeah. and all of that type of stuff. And, you know, it was just kind of something that people say there, but I don't really know if it works or if it's just, a product of drinking a little bit of water or, you know, and I know that in other cultures, drinking teas either before or after eating is, is traditional as well. So I would love to know anything about that. If you, if you have some expertise yeah, there. Uh, I mean, so bajar la comida basically literally means uh, move along or and that's what it's intended to mean. I guess uh, bajar, bajar la comida actually means, make your food go lower <laughs> so lower the food but uh yeah it's, it's very <laughs> yeah. common yeah wash it down yeah washing down it's, your it's food. to wash it down uh, to wash it down uh it's, it's very common to drink mate after after dinner after you're done eating after dessert and then you drink mate uh and what i've noticed is it really helps also with that post meal coma right like uh 
I always, you know, you always feel kind of like tired after you mm-hmm. eat and that, and, uh, unable, you're not going to, but you can't sleep because your belly's full, right? Like you're, <laughs> you're, you can't, uh, so you've got this big, you've eaten a big meal, yeah. you can't sleep. And, um, and so you drink mate and it helps to wash. And I think what it does is it, it, it hydrates you and you need a lot of water for digestion and it increases, um, I'm going to use a technical word here. It's uh, peristalsis, and peristalsis basically means the movement, uh, movement along. So in your in your intestine, you you have uh, general movement, like a movement that moves food along, and that's called peristalsis. And it's possible that it could help stimulate that, and that uh, is literally uh, moving your food lower, like bahar uh, <laughs> lakoy. Yeah, so uh, you moving know, it, moving people, your food along. You know, people, yeah. People generally uh, drink something after, or, you know, have coffee after they after they eat to do a similar thing. Um, so uh, mate mate is used yeah. in the exact same way, uh, and it also does help. You know, after lunch. Oh my goodness! You know, after after a big lunch, uh, if you want to be able to, if I'm if I want to be able to function, so I drink. I drink mate after lunch just to make sure that I'm awake. Uh, otherwise, um... yeah. And it's a great alternative to what most of my coworkers and friends do, which is they go and grab a monster or a, or a Red Bull or some other, you know, really high, um, an energy yeah. drink that all says that they have all of the same nutrients that they're adding all the B vitamins and they're adding all of those things. But, you know, we know that uh, a lot of those drinks are, are synthetically made and Jerba is organic. It's, it's there. Um, you're getting everything straight from the tea leaves. Uh, well, the, the mate leaves and it's, also and you can drink it hot you can drink it cold um we'll have to go into how to drink it cold on another day but you can drink it hot you can drink it cold and you and you know you'll get a lot of the same benefits or yeah i think that's a major thing actually that is a major thing is what mate replaces when you you think of all the different things that you replace uh, with a lady who who uh she she bought like Bay, she bought a like a bang drink early in the day and she would sip on it all day long uh and i kind of do the same thing right like i sip on my mate all day long but i'm not drinking bang i'm drinking cherba mate and it's um and it's uh and i you know yeah. i'm not drinking a monster i'm just drinking all day long and it i realized uh a lot of folks spend a lot of money um just getting a starbucks and then getting another starbucks uh so you actually kind of save a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just and, trying to stay and, awake uh, all day. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. unless you're buying your mate, your. Yeah. Your, I, and one, I'll, really I'll, I'll say stuff. one other thing. Uh, since we're talking about health benefits, I think it's important to talk about caffeine. Uh, because one of the quite, one of the most important questions that people have about Sherba mate is how does it compare? The, or, like an energy or a soda in terms of caffeine. Uh, and if you think about it, like a general soda, you'll get about, um, 
in, in a general like Coca-Cola, you'd get like a, you know, 30, 40 milligrams of caffeine. Um, but, and in a cup of green tea, you're going to get about that much, 30, 40 milligrams of caffeine. In a energy drink, you can have upwards of 100 milligrams all the way to 200 milligrams of caffeine, probably not more than that. 200 milligrams is pretty high. That's like two cups of coffee. So each cup of coffee has about 100 milligrams. Now, in comparison, mate, uh, what you're doing is you're going to use mate. Mate basically has about the same amount of caffeine per uh, gram of sherba, uh, around the same amount of caffeine per gram of sherba to coffee. The difference is, is that you're drinking out of the uh, you're 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 drinking over and over out of the same uh, sherba, right? So you you pour in one, you pour in water into the sherba, yeah. and some of the caffeine is going to come out, uh, and then a little bit later you're going to pour in water uh, and drink again, and some more is going to come out, and you pour, the, and you're going to have less caffeine by that time, and a little bit more is going to come out. So what you what you have going is that you're going to get, um, it's, it's hard to explain to people, you know, Sherba Mate has about the same, you're going to get the same amount of caffeine from a cup of coffee, but you're going to get it over several drinks, like several sips. Uh, so you're not going to get it all at once. You're going to get it over yeah. the course of drinking the Mate. And if you're in a circle, if you're like in a, in a Roda or a, a Mate circle, uh, you can tell the the stronger the the, the first the first sips the, the stronger uh, the shatter, the stronger the flavor the more caffeine you're getting because caffeine has a naturally bitter flavor so you can always tell like okay this is really bitter there's a lot of caffeine that's coming through uh, but by the end of the roda when when the coffee start or the coffee helmets the shatter starts to lose its flavor there's actually less caffeine <laughs> coming in. It. And so, if you're gonna, if you want some more caffeine, <laughs> if you're, if you need like a caffeine boost, then you you'll want to to get some more get uh, to get a bigger hit of that caffeine. Or you, uh, uh, or if you don't want as much caffeine at that time, then all you have to do is is make sure that you're last <laughs> in the in the uh, circle, because uh, then you're going to get less of the uh, caffeine, and you're gonna and it's gonna be less bitter. So just some just some things to know about caffeine there. Uh, and caffeine has has a lot of benefits to it, by the way. So <laughs> like a natural so on... amount of caffeine every day is a little is actually uh, good for your brain and 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 so on. So uh, so don't worry about uh, caffeine being actually actually some good health benefits from it. Is is there a difference between? Um, a, I guess, kind of two questions. The, the first being, when, when we're talking about serving sizes for mate, like, do you have kind of a, like a point of reference, like, essentially how much jerba would equate the same amount of caffeine as coffee? Is it, you know, a couple tablespoons of jerba? Is it, you know, half a cup, um, you know, in, in volume there? And then the secondary question would be, is there a difference between the naturally occurring caffeine um, in, in mate to like a synthetic caffeine from, uh, from so Coca-Cola? The general the general thing is that uh, 
is that the synthetic caffeine that's like in Coca-Cola is faster. So you're going to absorb it faster. Whereas when it's coming from a leaf, uh, digestive work that you have to do, right? So you have to um, drink it in and it's complex to, or other organic compounds. So there's a little bit of a process of digestion. Um, and so it'll be slower. You'll, you'll absorb it slower. Now, when you're, when you, I've done this, I've actually done this calculation before trying to look it up, but if you, if you have, if you, um, 20 grams of sherba, 20 grams of sherba, which is typical of like an Argentine style small gourd, like the, the, if you fill up an Argentine style small gourd to about three quarters or two thirds, sorry, uh, then you're going to get about 20 grams of sherba. And that will give you a total of about 200 milligrams of caffeine. So it's about, uh, per gram, it's about a milligram. Uh, so if you're, if you're, if you've got a, like an, if a, in a large Uruguayan style gourd, it'll be even more. Uh, but you're going to, uh, but like one cup of brewed coffee, depending on the coffee, can have like between 100 and 200 milligrams of caffeine. Right. So if you think about it, it's not it's not different in terms of caffeine level. The again, the difference is going to be that you're going to be drinking it over time, not you're not going to get all of it at once like you. So, yeah, and I know, like, for me, you know, there have been times where I've, you know, I've drank a pre-workout that has like 150, 200 milligrams of caffeine in it. And to go play a soccer game and I'll get, I'll get jittery and I'll get a little bit shaky. And I've never, ever had that from Mate. And, and I'm even, even if I'm drinking a huge gourd and I'm assuming that's the reason why is that one is just super quick and you just get that ping of, of right away. And then the other one is more sustained and it maybe keeps you alert all day rather than, you know, if you're sipping at it all day, rather than kind of this, this, you know, intense burst and then it crash. if you they do this now, like the instant style matas that they make for, uh, you know, usually little kids drink them, <laughs> but that's uh, it's the the mate cocido that's instant, <laughs> like the, um, the powdered mate. Yeah, you just put in. Yeah, you don't put yeah, in very just much. The powder, yeah. you that just, that stuff, you, you know, yep. basically that's pulverized mate, right? And so you're just you pulverize it, and then it's it's probably there's there it's likely that you're going to get a faster release of the caffeine from pulverized mate but when you have and from the dust when there's more dust in it you're going to have a faster release but with the leaves it takes longer for that release to happen Uh, it takes longer for the release to get into the water so to speak right so uh it can so you, you can get jittery from mate if you if I mean, if you if you if you have like a really big gourd with lots of sherba and lots of it is dusty, you know, pretty much like shimahau, <laughs> then you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of. You'll probably uh, <laughs> if you were to get all of that caffeine all at once, yeah. you'd probably get the same jittery effect um, as uh, as caffeine from like uh, an energy drink. But if you drink like an Argentine style gourd uh, with a mixed jerba with, with palo and, and it's not as strong and it's smooth, 
then you're never going to get that same type of effect of jitteriness. Um, and just, you know, if you want to talk about the biochemistry of caffeine and how it works is, um, it's pretty simple actually. So your brain, uh, as your, when you, when your brain first wakes up, you have this, um, uh, you have this chemical that starts to build up in the brain that causes fatigue. Uh, and what your, what caffeine does is it, it actually antagonizes the, the receptors of that, of that chemical. Oh my goodness. I just lost the name of the chemical in my head. Uh, adenosine. So adenosine is a natural one that just like builds up and over the day it causes you to get tired. And what happens is caffeine, uh, caffeine as a chemical is very similar to adenosine and it, and it, um, it attaches to the receptors so that adenosine can't attach. And so it keeps you alert over time. And if you have a lot of caffeine, what happens is you're really alert because you don't have any of that adenosine that's causing the natural fatigue. And then after, but caffeine only has a half-life of about four hours. So within about four to five hours, what happens is you metabolize most of it or all of it uh, and, and it wears off. And then suddenly all that adenosine that's been building up, it starts attaching to those receptors and you, and you get that crash feeling, right? You get that awful crash uh, that happens all of a sudden, like uh, and you feel yeah. like you were just on a high and then all of a sudden, boom, you're on a low. And that's, uh, that's called a caffeine crash. It's because of that, that, uh, that of what happens in your brain. So um, that's a little bit of what happened in your brain. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, that's awesome. Just because of, you know, just learning about all of this and, and I'm learning a ton um, because, you know, the, the things that I remember and I remember just things um, succinctly with, because I don't have a master's degree in in nutrition but when i when people ask me you know why do you like matta so much i always tell them well uh the three things of well you get as much caffeine as from a cup of uh of coffee you get more antioxidants than you would in a cup of green tea and then you get the the feel good of eating dark chocolate and all of those things brings uh health and focus uh, into in for me and it just helps out and so when I want to feel good and I need to focus and I want to have energy um, especially like when I'm studying when I'm working um, I, I, I like to drink uh, drink mate uh, it is even with friends drink mate and so it's just one of those things that helps helps get get me going all throughout the day and it's it's nice and it's a good i mean people are doing it anyway people are are drinking all of the the energy drinks they are drinking copious amounts of coffee um not to say that all of that's bad but there are other options out there and for me my that's a really good great, summary ryan uh I'd, I'd say uh you know, almost 100% more antioxidants, steadier <laughs> release of energy from caffeine, 
uh, and chock full of, of good for you vitamins. Yeah. It's, uh, and we, we, it's, it's kind of insane that it's not as well known as like yep. coffee and chocolate. And we, and we'll have to get to that next time when we do much of history because <laughs> we never, <laughs> never got to that. Uh, yes. um, yeah. yeah. And I, and I would just add, Although, add to, I, to top that all off is that when you're, when you're drinking it with friends then your emotional yeah. health is much better yeah. as well. And you can also add things to your mate, oh, like little go. herbs and, uh, very good. and orange peels and those types of things. We'll have to talk about that too, Casey, <laughs> at some point. All right. Yes. Yep. So we'll talk about a history in our next podcast or we All right, thank you guys. talk about what to put in your mouth. We'll, we'll, we'll decide when we get there. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right. See ya. Yep. 